Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast. With me, your host, the mad chatter, Ryan MK, the one and only, that's right. <sighs> I hope you've all been well since the last pod, since we last spoke. <clears throat> but to begin, I have a bit of a lost episode ordeal. You see, a couple of weeks ago, I recorded an episode. Some busy, busy weeks recently. I don't know how this happened, uh, uh, despite being busy, but I just didn't upload the goddamn podcast. I, <laughs> I don't know. I do smoke a lot of weed, but I don't think that had anything to do with it. What the hell got me so sidetracked that I forgot to fucking upload the pod? So I'm sure there was some very confusing fucking moments last week. When I'm mentioning stuff from a previous pod that essentially doesn't exist except for to me. (sighs) That's okay. I mean, most of it irrelevant now. You know, it is what it is. But some of it, some of it we can use. (laughs) But I did talk of, of basically some of the things going on in the country. A large part of the episode devoted to the treatment of black people because we're still... While the Chauvin trial was going on, you still had black people die in the video of the the black army medic that came out. And, and you know, they're fucking getting sprayed. Like, what the fuck? The... So that was a big part of it. And we talked a little bit about that. Um, you know, obviously in the pod when the guilty verdict came out. So at least there was, you know, some form of justice. And, and like I said, during that pod, it's, it's a step in the right direction. Justice would be George Floyd still being here, would be, you know, this doing more to end that kind of violence, the cops towards black people. But it's continuing. Again, throughout the trial, shit's going down. People don't get it. Yes, you can look at the number of people killed by cops and say white people are killed more. There's a lot more white people. If you look at the correct numbers, you're going to see that per capita, blacks are killed at the highest rate by cops, Hispanics right behind them. And I've talked about before my own shit, like, I've been fucked with a little bit by the cops. I imagine the piercings and nose rings always have like cars littered with, you know, decals and bumper stickers and shit. You know, cops tend to look for people like that. But I've never been worried about anything because of my skin color. And I know there's a handful of situations I've been in with cops. I acted a bit of a fool. I usually try and cooperate and whatnot, but I act a bit of a fool. I don't want to know what would happen if I had been black. And that's the point. You know, certain white people that on that side, that group, you know, they talk about white people becoming the minority. And what are they so scared of? Other than they know minorities are not treated the greatest in this country. So, of course, they don't want to become that. But the funny thing is, they're the ones treating the minorities. They just say that. I mean, the FBI has done an investigation 
into the police police force that showed there was extreme right infiltration. And again, during the year of 2020, 18 days where nobody was killed by cops out of 356. It's a pretty shitty percentage. I didn't do the math, but I just know. <laughs> so it people can deny this shit all they want or act like it doesn't exist. Or they can sit there and say blue lives matter till they're blue in the face and then turn around and get mad at him for shooting Ashley Babbitt, who did more than a lot of the black people that get killed by cops. So I did. You got me. You got me. Because not only does it not make sense, it makes sense if they're racist. They're just wearing that shit. But again, uh, I've mentioned this before too. If there was something Trump did well, it was bringing all these assholes to the forefront because most of them aren't afraid to show it now. So at least we know who they are. But in the missing pod, spoke at length about that. Also spoke on COVID, where we're at with that. The climate battle. And I hit that a lot in last pod because of Biden's, uh, you know, Earth Day conference and and you know he's really trying to do something for the planet which is good to see and i'll get a little more into biden later and as i've as i've said before i'm not his biggest fan you know me personally i'm tired of all all the old white guys (laughs) so not my number one but i feel like he's doing a pretty good job so far you know he doesn't have the same views on this stuff, this marijuana that I do, clearly. Although, the stuff that came out about him and letting people go because of marijuana use, that was more to, uh, it seems as though that was more of a defensive tactic because <laughs> he knew the right would be coming after him about that shit. So, We'll see. We'll see what the marijuana says. He's not going to do much, but doesn't seem like he's big on it. But that's, a, you know, that's a big, important thing to me. But he's doing some good stuff. So oh, we'll get into that a little bit later. Just like the idea of the possibility of finding a new Earth. Talked about that. Ended the last pod with that or the missing pod, the lost episode. And I erased it already because I thought I had <laughs> posted it so i can't like post it as a bonus episode and it, like i said it wouldn't wouldn't make sense a lot of it's old fucking news now but but we can still talk about needing to find a new earth so we're gonna end this pod with that particular discussion so yes i apologize for the ditzy moment for being forgetful for whatever the hell drove me to forget to posting that pod. I also apologize if you're confused at the last pod talking about shit you had never heard about because there was a missing pod. But we move on. Since we last spoke, I'm not going to lie, lots of fucking TV. Yeah, lots of TV. Got to watch the new Mortal Kombat. You know, that was a big thing for me. I fucking loved it. You know, a lot of mixed reviews. Some people complain it. Some people like the beginning 
which the the intro scene whether that that was fucking awesome it was amazing and then people and, the, and some people said ah, i like that went downhill from there other people like me really enjoyed it and other people just thought it was stupid and thought they were getting stupid watching it and <clears throat> i guess i'm like what did you expect it's not going to be an oscar winner it's a movie about fucking mortal Kombat. and you know what they made it much more like mortal Kombat than the last fucking one now, I talked about getting my goddamn brother on here to talk about Mortal Kombat. He still hasn't watched it yet. And you know what? I don't know when he'll come on. I'd have tried to get him on a podcast for who knows how. He just, I, I don't know. He might not make it on. I got to tell you. The taco cat just might not ever make it on. <laughs> but I, I do recommend it. If you're not too picky about movies fuck's sake it's a mortal combat movie i just don't it some people some fucking people <laughs> but i enjoyed it i enjoyed it one of the things people didn't like is that there was a new character brought in cole young and uh i liked it man i like when I don't know. I like when movies do that kind of stuff, kind of go off the path a little bit. But I, again, it's fucking Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I did. Some people really thought it was that bad, but okay. To each their own, right? To each their own. I'd rather enjoy it. And then, as you know, had the 420 episode, you know, chopped. 420 chopped. I don't know where I was going with that. I got a little sidetracked. <laughs> but my point was, we had the 420 episode of this pod. And at that point, I had totally forgotten to me. And maybe I did mention it, and I'm just spacing it off now. But the 420 chopped. Now, it's only on Discovery Plus. And I am no shill for Discovery. But I tell you what, this fucking app, I fucking love it. But if you're like me, and you like space... And you like all sorts of other stuff in that vein with the discovery, you know, lots of science, technology, they have cooking shows. There's all sorts of crazy shit on it. Lots of stuff for, for, you know, people who are in reality shows and shit. Apologies for the lighter sound. My joint keeps going out. <laughs> but it's really, really good. The 420 Chopped. They have a good time and they get really high. If you've never seen Chopped, it's on Food Network, I believe. But it's a cooking show. It's a competition. Four chefs show up and they get this basket of ingredients. And there's always a couple of fucked up ingredients. And then you got to go through an appetizer round, entree round, dessert round. And every round, someone gets chopped. So that the final round, dessert round, it's just two chefs left. And the winner is the champion of that episode. And so they had a 420 version where you obviously integrate marijuana into the foods because there's a lot of that being done right now, you know? It was pretty interesting to see. So I highly advise that as well, also on, uh, on Discovery Plus, BattleBots, Bounty Hunters. And you know, back when we were in the midst of BattleBots, I was talking about Bounty Hunters. Now, I had kind of forgotten about it because I thought I only had one like show left, which is actually like two episodes, but I thought I only had one like bounty hunter tournament left and no i was checking it out the other day and there's a bunch of them 
So I'm like, oh, fuck, I got some new battle bots to watch. I didn't even know about. This is great. So if you haven't been watching the bounty hunters, I think that they're also playing it on Discovery as well um, or Science Channel. One of the two. Uh, I think they're still playing. But anyway, definitely Discovery Plus is just so awesome, man. I highly, highly recommend it. It's one of my favorite, favorite taps. Yes. And if you have it, check out the 420 Chopped. Battlebots, bounty hunters, good stuff. Also into the his dark materials. Talked about that on a pod, I think. It's another one. If you've read the books and you haven't checked out the show yet, you need to. It's great. McAvoy is a great Lord Azrael, and they do a good job. Do a good job. Now, from what I've heard for some feedback, there's um parts of season two could use a little work but i'm not there yet so and again i'm not quite as picky as some so we'll see so a lot of cool stuff to be watching on the television and i'm not big on promoting television i don't think you need to stare at the screen all the time but one of my things that i like to do is relax get high and watch some good stuff on tv and that's some of what i've been watching and then of course the NFL draft, which as you know me, I tend to record late at night. So while this is a Friday pod, I'm recording it Thursday night and the draft just ended a good half hour or so ago. And uh, it wasn't bad. Some surprises. I was hoping my hometown Denver Broncos would take a quarterback. They did not. They had Justin Fields, phenomenal talent, just sitting there waiting for him, and they passed. They took a great defensive player. I'll give him that, Patrick Sertain, the second. But they passed up on a phenomenal quarterback. But the word is, Mr. Aaron Rodgers, the Jeopardy host, the Jeopardy guest host, well, sounds like he's very unhappy in Green Bay and won't be returning whether they trade him or not. So sounds like they need to trade his ass. And Denver seems to be. And that's the only thing I can think. The Broncos must have said, hey, we're getting Aaron Rodgers. So we're not drafting a quarterback. Otherwise, they're stupid. Stupid. But, you know, you got Sunshine, Mr. Trevor Lawrence, number one to the, the Jaguars, as predicted. Zach Wilson, Jets, to the Jets at two. And then, surprise, at number three, you got Trey Lance. That was a good one. And Mac Jones, the other quarterback, talked about, well, he went to New England. And Justin Fields, the aforementioned Justin Fields, well, the Bears traded up and snagged him after the Broncos didn't take him. So, whoo, it was hell, hell hell of a draft, I would say. It was a lot of fun. And if you're interested in that sort of thing, please check out my other podcast, the Dynasty Wonderland podcast. It's a fantasy football podcast. Do it with my buddy Aaron, the March Heron, I call him. Yeah, <laughs> and he's been on here. You, some of you might know him. He's been on here. He's had a couple of conversations. We had a Game of Thrones one one time. That was good stuff. So me and the March Heron, Dynasty Wonderland. Make sure you check it out if you're into the fantasy football. And actually, as soon as I get done recording this, I'm hooking up and linking up with Aaron to get on and record a little bonus Dynasty Wonderland for some little a little instant reaction to the draft. So it's going to be a good time. And then uh, let's see, other than TV, so, uh, you know, my oldest son visited. It was really nice. Really, really nice. Does anybody else hear that? Feel like there's a very loud. (laughs) 
I'm going to have to investigate that. And you know what? I'm going to investigate it now and I'll be right back. I'm going to go see what the hell that is. I just... Okay. I am back. I am back. You see, I knew I heard a sound. The fan in my boy's room, because the boy's room is right next to where I pod, the fan in there, well, if it's sitting in this spot on their little desk thing, it makes like extra noise and it tends to come through to the mic. Now, if I set that fucking fan on the floor while I pod, nothing. And tonight I forgot to set it on the floor. So I had to go sit it on there on the floor. So if you heard a little or something in the background, hopefully it sounds better now. Hopefully. <laughs> but we move on. As I was getting into, my oldest son visited also since the last time we spoke. He, he was in town for a few days. Only saw him for, um, you know, a couple of different brief times. But it was nice. Uh, got to smoke with him. It was weird because we had to do it all like social distancing wise and whatnot, you know, because he came from Iowa. <laughs> like, I love you, son, but we just got to be careful around you. <laughs> Second vaccination shot coming soon. Can't wait. Even then, got to be fucking careful. Fuck. But he visited, so that was nice. He's 21 now. So we got to smoke with him. That was cool. It was very nice to hang and smoke. It was just very nice to see him, you know. He lived with us up until uh, he graduated high school. And then he went and got himself a place near college. And uh, college didn't quite work out for him. He's thinking about getting back into it now. But uh, he just, it wasn't for him then. I get it. I get it. I didn't go to college right away. And then I did go, and uh, drinking got the way. <laughs> That's a story for now. Maybe I should do a pod on that sometime. Just kind of talk about my life as an alcoholic. I should do that. I should do that. Talk about some. Might be helpful to some people out there to kind of talk about my story. So maybe I'll do a bonus pod sometime where I talk about my, you know, story as an alcoholic. My just maybe just my story in general. You know. But he was visiting, well, because he's an interesting part of my whole story, right? People were like, you have a 21-year-old son? I do. I do. <laughs> but he's a good kid. Even though, you know, it, it was tough because, you know, he had teenage parents and they weren't together very long. And, uh, you know, so he was back and forth and, you know, things weren't easy on him, but he turned out really well. And he's on the right, college or not, he's a good kid. He's on the right path. He's a very talented musician. He's really good at drums. He makes, currently, he actually makes beats and does like rap type stuff. Uh, more like hip hop, I guess I would say. I don't know. I guess you'd have to ask him. <laughs> like, I like some of that stuff. Don't get me wrong. More of a rock guy all around. But I do like some of that stuff. But I just don't know. I just don't really know. Like, I know more the old school shit, like Snoop Dogg. Ice Cube back in the day, you know, Cypress Hill. Uh, I wasn't big on Bone Thugs and Harmony, but that's another group, you know. So, 
I, I'm not sure how to really put his stuff, but I'm just not as familiar with that kind of those genres nowadays, but he sounds really good. He does really good. And again, working hard, got his own. So he's on a good path, got a good woman by his side. Very happy for him. I mean, fuck me growing up, like my parents got divorced and I just kind of was reckless after that. I just, man, I, I started hanging out and I started hanging out with these dudes. One of them, he was Hindu. He had the mole and everything. And he looked just like a poo from the Simpsons. And so we'd call him that sometimes. And don't, don't feel, don't, before you start thinking racist shit, you have to understand this group we had is me, the white boy, Anu, who was Hindu. And then this dude, Adrian, and he was half black, half Asian. I say Asian because I don't remember if he was, if the other, if his mom was Japanese or Korean. I don't remember. Um, but I've always had a very long nose, right? It, it, it looked longer on my face when I was younger, but it, even though it's still. So Pinocchio was what they called me. So I was Pinocchio. We would call a new Apu sometimes. Um, we had lots of names for him, though, just because he, he, was, he was fun to make fun of. He, he was our fun, goofy buddy that it was just fun to make fun of. And, and he asked for it a lot because he did stupid shit. Oh, like the one time he tried to cut off his fucking mole. He came, came, came to fucking school with a Band-Aid on his fucking face. And I'm like, you didn't, did you? You, you did tell me you were not that fucking stupid as to try and cut that shit off. Well, he was. And then Adrian, he had like, like part of his face, just one part of his face, like a, a good chunk, like over his eye and cheek, um, I believe on the right side, actually. It, it, it was just like his skin was darkened a little bit. So, of course, he was Two-Face, right? <laughs> oh, man, we were dickheads to each other. That's what, that's what boys do. But they were the best, probably some of the best friends I ever had. But man, did I get into trouble with them. <laughs> Lots of trouble. We were really into pogs. You remember pogs? If you don't remember pogs, they were little like cardboard circles. And they always had like pictures, designs, like you'd, you'd get sports ones, superhero ones, just random art ones. And then there was slammers. And these were circles, but thicker. And they were metal. And basically, sometimes plastic. And basically, you would have a pog board or you just play on the ground, whatever. And I'm pretty sure you needed the pog board. I had a badass pog board, which was like a plastic circle with like a felt circle in the middle. And that's the base that you played on. You put these, or, or was it more of like rubbery? I don't fucking remember. <laughs> but you put the, your pogs in the middle and then you slam your slammer down. And the ones you flip over become yours. So you always had pogs that you like, you were cool to play with. You know, you had your collector's pogs and then your playing pogs, you know. You had to have some that you weren't afraid to lose playing pogs, right? And, man, we used to fucking go to, like, King Supers and Albertsons and we'd go down the aisle with the pogs and one of us would stand at either end of the aisle and the other one would just shove them in a backpack. It's terrible. We tried to steal basketball jerseys. Was it basketball jerseys one time? Oh, this was a different group of friends, but uh, there was four of us. My guys, Kevin Hemingway, 
and Farone. Farone's a black dude. Hemingway, Chinese dude. Me and Kevin, white dudes. We all four go in this store. We decide. Two of us will take jerseys. We'll go get some McDonald's. And then the other two will go back and get jerseys. And, uh, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Hemingway and Ferrone, the two non-white guys, they took jerseys. And when we all four walked out, they were immediately dragged by, back in by security. And we were told to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> so me and Kevin uh, continued with the plan. And we went and got McDonald's. Uh, and then we adjusted the plane. And instead of going back to take jerseys, we went the fuck home. <laughs> oh, some crazy shit. Crazy shit. Then there was the candy house. This was back with uh, Anu and Adrian. The candy house was this house back in the day. And I feel terrible about this now, but it was crazy. And it was this guy who owned this vending machine company. And he would keep his supplies in his garage, but then he'd leave the door to his, the back regular door to his garage unlocked. So kids were always going in there and stealing shit. So we found out we wanted in on it. So one of us would go to the door and because he had uh, an Asian wife that didn't speak English very well. And one of us would go to the door and ask if Freddie was there or Danny was there. And of course, the lady was like, no, no, Freddie here. No, Danny here. And while the other ones, we'd sneak in back. And just shove her backpacks full of candy bars and cigarettes and shit. It's so terrible. <laughs> and one time it was me and Adrian and like a couple other people. And the guy must have eventually figured it out. And he's waiting. And he busts us. Everybody drops their bags except for me. I had a bag full of baby Ruths. I was not dropping that shit. And so we all booked it. We didn't get in trouble. Didn't get caught. And then everybody started hounding me for baby Ruth. And I'm like, fuck y'all, bitches. Y'all dropped your shit. I kept my bag. <sighs> See what I'm saying? He's turned out better than me. As far as I know, he ain't done as much crazy shit as that. So I must have done something right. And really, parenting's tough. You just got to do the best you can. Because you, you really want to teach them, you know, responsibility, accountability, work ethic, all that. You don't want to just give away, you know, just give everything to them. But at the same time, you do kind of what it, it's like you, you, just, you want it to be easier for them than it was for you. While still teaching them all these important things. And it's a fine line to walk. It's understandable why some people don't want to parent. And some people shouldn't parent. And the shitty thing about all that is, is that the people who decide not to parent are really, they're probably making a responsible and rational decision. It's those kinds of people we need parenting, not some of the ones. That, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Because honestly, there's way too many assholes that have kids and then they teach them to be asshole kids and then eventually asshole adults as well. And it's just a shitty cycle. And while we're on the subject of parenting and my 21-year-old and all of that, uh, mad cooking with the chatter 
will debut today as well. That's right. That's right. So when you get done listening to this, go check out my Instagram because that's where I'm putting it. My first episode of cooking, mad cooking with the chatter. That's right. And I bring that up because, uh, you know, I'm doing it for my son, basically my 21 year old, because uh, apparently all the times I tried to teach him cooking when he was a teenager, he didn't fucking pay attention. So <laughs> now he's like, I want to eat better. I don't want to just eat fast food and shit. But me and the, gr- the girlfriend, we don't know what to cook, how to cook. And I'm like, I will send you some cooking videos. So mad cooking with the chatter, simple recipe, stuff like that. Probably, you know, shit most of you already can do. <laughs> but if you've got any kids out there, teenage kids, college kids that need some tips from someone who's actually spent some time doing a lot of cooking, like in restaurants and shit, feel free to send them my way. Mad cooking with the chatter. That's right. Speaking of cooking, you know, Biden's been doing some cooking, right? He really has been cooking since he hit office, if you ask me, for the most part. And I was looking at, because, you know, the the first hundred days is always like a big fucking deal in, uh, in, in with the presidency and all of that and so it's, it's kind of important milestone i guess to look at and not that it means a ton but it's like hey what have you done for me lately well what have you done going in as president what did you start out doing and you know he started out doing a lot of different stuff with the immigration you know trying to get a bunch of trump's hardline shit reversed um got the, you know, the stimulus out, the economic relief plan, he got all that taken care of, you know, the $1.9 trillion. And it's funny because Trump talked about doing it, but he was too busy fucking calling fake election and all this shit. It's still hard for me to believe that, not believe that he actually got, it's just, that guy is president. I can't. I digress. He also rejoined the Paraclimus Accord. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Climate change and everything. And of course, you look at, he's got 200 million people vaccinated in his first 100 days. He promised 100. He got to 200. He's put the scientists and doctors up front with this pandemic. He hasn't been spouting off lunatic shit. He's got the most racially diverse cabinet in history. That's saying something. And, you know, the emissions thing, hopefully that becomes true. He's, you know, his Earth Day climate conference, he really got that going where he wants to help other countries work towards that. He wants to cut emissions down. And although you got the right out there saying like they're trying to take away our hamburgers <laughs> like the the left's agenda go green agenda there's gonna be no burgers on the fourth of july which is fucked up <laughs> not only is that one of the dumbest things i've ever heard but like are you insinuating that like everybody that's a democrat or a lefty or like me is neither just hates Republican or at least hates the extreme right. Put it that way. 
because I wouldn't say I hate all Republicans. That that would wouldn't be true. But uh, <laughs> I so I love hamburgers. This is one of my favorite things to eat. I don't want them to go away. That's not what's going to happen. I like. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It, it, even it, no 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 because even if it was what was going to happen i mean what do you okay i guess i'll have to eat less burgers to do my part to save the planet R- really it, now they're at the point where they're like yeah they want to do this to save the planet fuck them so you want to eat less cows to save help save the planet like they just don't want to do nothing to help save the planet because <laughs> a lot of them think, think it's bullshit but really it's just the money in oil. Mm. But back to Biden. His first speech, nothing right home about. Uh, I was looking at some of the stuff about it, but overall, 81% approved of it. And the even better, his approval rating is higher in the first 100 days than Trump's ever was in his four years as president. So I feel like, you know, I'm again, not his biggest fan. This is a decent start to the presidency, and I feel like he's done some good things. Feel like he's done some good things. But, but we better keep going towards this climate change shit. I'm glad he's on that because it's important. Because this whole idea that I previously mentioned about finding a new earth, it's a lot closer to reality than it seems. So, (sighs) yeah. So we'll be back to discuss that. Yes, yes, yes. Let's close the pot out right, shall we? But first, finding a new Earth. I mean, it would be crazy. Mars is a possibility. I mean, not only could we set up habitats on there, but eventually we might be able to terraform it, right? So it is possible. But you got to look at what's needed for people because this isn't just like there's there's places in our own so solar system there might might be life there's likely to be life somewhere else in the galaxy you know my whole thoughts on that we're a lot closer to star wars than anybody else realizes there's been too damn long of a period of time now maybe some civilizations have come and gone but don't tell me we're the only thing that's horseshit and it's becoming increasingly and increasingly more evident so So, we're just talking about trying to find a place habitable for people, for human beings. So, you need something in the habitable zone of a star system, right? The Goldilocks zone. Can't be too hot, can't be too cold. Because if it's too hot, you get something like Mercury, Venus, fiery balls of rock. If it's too far away, Uranus. Neptune, frozen balls of rock, right? Of course, you got the gas giants in there, but you know what I mean? We can live in a gas giant anyway. So, maybe we could live in the clouds of a gas giant. <laughs> Possible. In the future, what, in the future, what do you think? Star Wars, again, Star Wars. 
you got to be in the habitable zone so that you can have the liquid water. Because we do believe that's essential for life, for most life. So you've got to have water. You're going to have to have atmosphere, right? You need really a planet with a magnetic field to help protect you from the solar radiation, the cosmic rays. And there's got to be the right gravity, right? There's some planets, I guess we'll get into that. But there's some planets where the gravity just wouldn't be right to humans. And, you know, it is possible that not all life needs that same, that like there could be different kinds of life out there. It might not need the combination that we do, but we do need that. So we have to find a place is more accepting for us. And the Hubble telescope, they use this thing to search for exoplanets. They, they basically study stars. And when they see a dip in the sunlight, in the brightness of these stars, sorry, they see a dip in the brightness. <coughs> excuse me, they know that something is passing in front of it, likely a planet. So they track this thing. They can learn a lot by it from that, by how fast it's going around the star. So they study these things and they found some good candidates. Like there's the TRAPPIST-1 system. This thing has seven planets, TRAPPIST-1. Three are in the habitable zone. They're late. These planets are labeled B through H. And the best candidate is one of the habitable zone ones, obviously, TRAPPIST-E, 1E. But, but this one is likely tidally locked. And tidally, tidally locked is when a planet um, basically gets locked with one side facing the star. And it, it's not rotating anymore. It's not spinning. Our moon is tidally locked to us. Our moon doesn't spin. That's why there's the dark side of the moon. Is one side of the moon we never see. Well, that's how a tidally locked planet is, right? One side facing the sun is going to be fiery, like a Venus. The other side facing away from the sun, you don't get no sunlight. It's going to be like cold, like a Neptune. There's going to be a band in the middle that'll always be at dusk because you're going to have day, hot, cold, night, band in the middle. Now, the problem is, is scientists aren't sure like in that band in the middle, if life could exist there. Because while it seems perfect, they're not sure if the extremes on either side, what that would cause as far as weather in the middle. And on top of that, if, there, if an atmosphere would be able to, you know, be maintained. So it, it'd be weird. It's a, that's definitely a tricky one, the tidally locked planet. So that's a hard one. But they find lots of these exoplanets. And they'll find the tidally locked ones and they'll find some that are perfect that are orbiting dwarf or sorry, not dwarf stars, red stars, dwarf, red dwarf stars. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing with these stars is that while they're smaller and they don't give us off as much heat, that just means that the planets in the habitable zone are closer to it. And the problem with these stars is that they're very 
volatile violence. So they have a lot more solar activity than like our sun. So more solar flares, things like that. And with the amount of it, it would just ravage a planet's atmosphere, magnetic field, and uh, it'd be tough to maintain life on a planet like that, that was completely getting blasted by that radiation. So that's kind of a no-go, right? And then they'll find some that are like, they find a lot of hot Jupiters, they find. That's one of the more common ones, but just like our Jupiter, but hotter because it's closer to the sun. And they think there's probably a reason with our solar system that Jupiter got booted back a little bit. It just kind of moved back out. Whereas the other, a lot of Jupiter-like planets they are seeing, they are finding they're, they're hot Jupiters. So maybe that's the future of our Jupiter. Who knows? But so they find a lot of those, but then they find these super Earths and they're basically like Earth, but like five, 10 times the size of Earth. And while you might be thinking, will that be great? That works great. Not really. Because with that bigger size comes more gravity. We could not go to that planet. The gravity there would crush us. It would be too much it, because the gravity would be so much more there because of the size. It would be so much greater. So you can cross out super Earths. And there's just a whole, because of that combination of things that we need as human beings, as people. It's a little tricky, you know, finding a planet a lot like ours, especially because if you look in the history of our solar system, maybe that's something we could talk about sometime. It, it kind of came together in a crazy way. And there's not a whole lot of planets quite like ours. Or a solar system quite like ours, I should, I should say. But uh, it's just crazy. Kepler-452b. That's another one thought to be a fit super earth just gravity's too great so they're thinking maybe exomoons are are the best idea now these are harder to find obviously <laughs> but the moons here that i mean they might maintain life because you look at and i think i've talked about these before but enceladus and Titan. And Salatus is a bit of a frozen world, but they believe it has this subterranean ocean, this underground ocean, vast ocean that could very well have creatures in it, some kind of life, potentially giant squid. Excuse me. And then, of course, Titan. And this place is, is, is very Earth-like, but instead of liquid water, there's liquid methane, liquid methane lakes, rivers. And, and obviously the atmosphere isn't quite right for us, but, and it's very cold. Uh, but it's a very interesting place, you know. They talk about there could be life there in the ground, in the dunes, in the sand dunes. So could be that exomoons because they have found a couple that are very interesting one of them that goes around a hot jupiter and it might be interesting 
you know, to keep looking into that because, you know, moons, I do find very fascinating. You like a lot of the moons in our solar system, just as interesting as the planets, you know? So I would say definitely something to look into exo moons, but that could be, you know, uh, the best shot we have at finding another place like earth. Better figure it out before the end of the earth. (laughs) That's goddamn right. Speaking of the end, let's fucking end this tea party. Love talking space. Trying to get Taco on here to do a space segment. Like I said, I'm trying to just get him on here, period. We'll see what happens. But I will be starting, speaking of space, a segment. Not a segment, I should say. A new little uh, uh, thing I'll be doing on social media. Mad facts about space. That's right. Just going to be talking crazy shit about the kind of like this, but this last, you know, this little discussion I've just had with you all about space, a little bit like that, a little bit more shorter, probably a little wilder, more fun. Not so much talking has been acting a goop. You know how I do. You know how I do. <laughs> all right. Let's, let's for real end the tea party. And uh, don't forget, check out the Dynasty Wonderland pod if you're into that sort of thing. Check out Mad Cooking with the Chatter as well. Go to Instagram for that, at RMK Madness. Go to my Twitter for everything else, at RMK Madness as well. And uh, fuck it. Let's get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and uh, much love to everyone. As always, stay safe, stay vigilant, stay mad. Best of us all. And of course, till we chat again. Have a great weekend. Ta-ta for now. Ladies! Ladies!